Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back. She is here, helped so many people. She's helped me within my journey and through many different modalities, hypnotherapy, timeline therapy, and, and much, much more. Today, we're going to talk about something called personal development. And while those two words may seem obvious, they're really not so much. And I'm hearing personal development more and more lately. So let's dig into that. She can be found at myquantumheal.com. She is Dr. Cecilia Cervantes, and she's back with us. Cecilia, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. It's great. Life I'm, is great. I'm hearing this, this personal development more and more, and part of me you know, pictures it as somebody that's looking to move their life forward in terms of coaching, uh, maybe their professional life. Um, but it, it's a lot more than that. How would you define personal development? Well, I, for me, it's, it's developing that relationship with yourself, first and foremost. It's that self-awareness. Who are you and, and, and how do you appear to yourself and to others? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your values? What's your personality like? Um, it's a really a deep self-evaluation is, is what I see personal development as. And there are many courses out there, many things that people can do to get there. When you start asking the question, what else? You know, what is, what is the point of all of this? I don't know if you've ever asked yourself that, but early on, I, I would ask myself that, you know, what, what's the point of uh, this life and, and where we're going and, and how can I make it better for myself? How can I feel good in my skin and, and good about what I'm doing? How does somebody make that determination that they need some help in terms of personal development? Well, when they start asking questions such as, well, what's next and how can I get there? And, and why aren't I getting my goals? How can I do it better? Uh, this is when you start looking for some kind of a mentor or a teacher to help you with that. You know, this is kind of like looking for the guru, the wise person that can guide you better because you've kind of, you may have lost your way or you don't know, you know, where, where to take that next step. I've already got it in my mind. I already have my goals. They're here. I, and it comes down to two words. Part of it is personal development, but there's, there's two other words that stand in my way. And I, I shouldn't even say they stand in my way, but it's there. Time management. Mm. <laughs> and I, is that a big thing for a lot of people? And does that come under the category of, of personal development? That can certainly kind of come under that category because you are uh, perhaps you feel like you don't have enough time to work on yourself mm. and you're busy, you know, just kind of organ trying to organize your life yeah. and and you're treading water. You're not really getting very far. At that point, you realize I, I need some help. I need some help in, in finding direction uh, and also perhaps even getting motivated to do something. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. And it's a great analogy in terms of treading water. We want to be swimming. We want to be, you know, move forward, keep on moving forward. Like what was the movie? Um, Finding Nemo, you know, Dory was like, keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming. And treading water is kind of the picture of just you're living, you're not thriving, you're living. 
right. you know, and, and that's maybe that's where, you know, somebody realizes that the personal development needs to, uh, to come into play. What are some of the things you do to work with somebody in that capacity? Well, I, I use uh, the various skills that I've, that we've talked about here, such as the neuro-linguistic programming, the timeline therapies, the hypnosis. We do the deep dive. Find out what are the obstacles that have kept you from achieving your goals? What are your emotions, you know, the major emotions and thoughts and feelings that rule your life? Uh, let's figure out what's there, why it's there, and what you can learn from it, how you can move on, how you can make it work for you in your favor. And with these tools, we do that. We do a big breakthrough kind of session that could last anywhere from eight, 10 hours or more. But we're unpacking everything, absolutely everything, and looking at everything. I go all the way back to your your birth, maybe even your conception, you know, what was going on. Everything affects you in life. Hmm. Everything. All right. You just said something that kind of surprised me. And I know we've done sessions before, and I think that was, I don't know, two hours, two and a half, whatever. You just said eight-hour session or more, one? Not one. Not You can do it all in one shot. Some people have done that. They do personal breakthroughs uh, in, in various ways, but some people will do it all in one day. They spend a whole day just doing all those uh, tools. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. At the end of that, you're like, what's this happened to me? But you come out the other end refreshed and renewed uh, with a lot of information. Not everyone can do that. Um, I've hmm. done, I've worked with people for up to four or five hours. And at, at the end of that four or five hours, they're like, okay, I need a break. I need a break. And, and let's come back to this tomorrow or, you know, another time. Uh, they they regroup and they get their energy back. It takes a lot of energy. Yeah, we're unpacking a lot of stuff, and the goal is a big one. The goal is to come out on on the other side, knowing who you are and what you're here for, and having getting that sense of confidence that you need, and feeling good about your life. The point is to feel good about your life. We all want to feel happy about our life. Without a doubt. It's funny you say, you know, four hours, even in a four hour during your workday after four hours, you're like I need a break. I can't imagine doing a session that long because it can get very emotional. Things come up. You realize things. I want to go back, Cecilia, to something you said a second ago in that it can go back to your early years, maybe uh, when you're in your mother's womb, where you're dealing with things. But even you, you mentioned conception. Um, how could that, how could that affect you that those very beginning stages of life, how could that affect you now? Well, when you think of it, you know, how were, when you were conceived, what was going on? Was it, I don't uh, think I want to know. Were, were you, were your parents <laughs> in love? Were they, okay? what, what, what was going on with uh, the feelings during that time, uh, that moment of conception? We're getting a little esoteric here, but you know, you, you yeah. can think about that. You know, what was what was the mood? What was the feeling? What was the vibration? All of that. And All that can important. have an that can have an impact. I mean, I totally subscribe to the the possibility that if your parents weren't getting along, 
before you were even born, you know, during, during the, uh, you know, after conception, before birth, and you're hearing, I believe I've heard one of the first things, the senses that is formed is your hearing. So you could yes. be hearing them arguing and that could have an impact on you moving forward. But interestingly, learning here today, even at the conception point, um, you know, if if the relationship was strained, if you know, there's various reasons, you're saying that that could also have an impact on you later in life. Absolutely. Wow. That's that's what I believe. That's that's what I've uh, witnessed in hearing a lot of stories. Sure, sure. Mm. You know, everything is uh, vibration. We've talked about that yes. before. And so there's a vibration with love. There's a vibration with hate, with envy, with, with any emotion. Any emotion carries vibration. What vibrations were your parents in yeah. when you were conceived? So interesting. And to back that up, I know that there are medical professionals that can take a vial of a substance. It could be water. And infuse a certain vibration in it. And you could, I know that somebody does this, they sell this to help people. Um, you literally put it on your belly button and it's absorbed into your body through the vib vibration. Uh, and it's helped many, many people. Just one example. But to your point, you know, in terms of conception, um, it's all about the vibration. So who knows what was going on at that time in terms of what was being put out there. And for anybody that just wonders what we're talking about, Vibrate. We're all vibrations. We're all energy. You walk into a room, go to a party, and you're like, ah, it's like really good vibe. I'm going to stay here a while. It's feeling good. Well, that's the vibration of the people there right. is high. You walk in, another party, and you're like, I don't know. People are kind of grouchy here. I think I'm, I'm, thinking I'm getting out of here pretty soon. I'll come up with an excuse and get out. Um, good to assume that their vibration collectively of the people there is on a low side. Uh, so interesting. I, I didn't mean to divert for a moment there, but super interesting uh, how all this stuff impacts us. And then there are some that believe that even past life can affect us now in terms of the energy. And even your uh, ancestors. Yeah. What are they carrying forward? You know, what are you, are you here to heal some of that ancestral pain uh, issues? Mm. Maybe you are. You're asking yourself the question, what am I here for? And I was taught by my mother that when we come into this existence, we've made an agreement to come into this existence so that we can work on certain things. And that allows us to evolve as, as uh, spiritual beings as well. I believe that. It's not a, something everyone too. believes, but uh, that's one of the answers I found is, what am I here for? Well, I'm here to evolve. I'm I'm figuring this out more and more um, as time goes on. I started tracing my ancestry. Didn't have a lot of details on it. My parents got divorced when I was very young. And I'm one of those people that keeps working, keeps moving forward, pushes, keeps trying. Um, my dad, I don't know if he was so, so much that way. My mom was to a point. But I learned that my great-great-grandfather came from Lithuania Side note, didn't even know I was Lithuanian, by the way, <laughs> like 30-something percent, maybe a little bit more. Just mm -hmm. Literally just found that out, DNA test and some tracing. Um, but a genealogist told me that my great-great-grandfather didn't have anything 
came to the United States by way of New York and was a tailor and started moving his life forward. And he had a big family. Everybody crowded into this one house. This is what we all figured out. Uh, very. This is in the last couple of weeks. And worked hard and hard and hard moving along to the point where he was able to buy his own place and take care of his family. And that's kind of me. <laughs> and I, I don't see that in my mom and dad. Yeah, somewhat of my mom. You know, my dad was, you know, he, he lived to have fun as well. Worked, but, you know, that was part of his, his and I do too, but the working part could have come from there. So I'm, I'm illustrating the ancestry thing, you know, yes. and there, there may have been things that, you know, I, we all need to learn from our ancestors or there's a message there. There's a lesson there. Don't know what it is. That's your job to uncover maybe. Exactly. And that's what, what you can do with personal development mm. because you're going, you're diving deep into who you are and what you want to do also. Sure. You can become empowered by what you find out. It's a really good point because you may realize your life purpose isn't what it is right now, but you're not sure what it is, but you have that feeling inside that I'm doing something, but it's something doesn't feel right. This job, it's okay, pays the bills, not really what I want to be doing. Don't really know what I should be doing, but maybe with personal development, you can peel the layers back and, and potentially uncover that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And you learn some coping skills. You know, how do you deal with stress, anxiety? How can you overcome these lower vibrational feelings and make it work for you and improve yourself as a person? Yeah. Well, that's the other part. Plus, if you're happy in doing what you're doing, relationships in life, you're, you, you transform that to other people. You know, people want to gravitate around you because you're, you're a positive person. Your vibration has been lifted up. For you, what, what is your favorite modality, Cecilia? Yeah, what does it come back to? You know, somebody come, I, hey, I need personal development. I need, a, I need to uncover where I'm at, where I want to be, all of that. Do you gravitate back toward hypnotherapy? Is that kind of your baseline for everything? I, I like to do the unpacking first with the timeline therapy. And then the hypnotherapy is the fun part because in the hypnotherapy, you know, you're going into your imagination and you're creating things that you want for yourself. Hmm. Interesting. And me having done timeline therapy with you, I would think it was the other way around where you do the hypnotherapy to learn some things and then we do the timeline. But now you're saying it, it, it kind of makes sense the yeah. other way around. Right, right. Hmm. We do the unpacking work, the, the difficult work we do up front. We do that up front and we take look at all the negative stuff and, and deal with that. And the limiting decisions, limiting beliefs, all that negative stuff, we got to unpack it first. You know, when you clean a house that's full of clutter, what do you do? If you're going to fix that house up, you got to take out the clutter first and hmm. deal with it. Before you can put in, you know, the, yes. the nice decorations and furnishings and such. And that's what hypnosis is, is putting in that nice decoration and furnishings. Before we met, I did hypnotherapy and I didn't see it the way that you're describing it or as how, how I learned it from you, the whole process. But yeah, the timeline therapy, you go back to those emotions in your life, you remove them or what caused them. So it's almost as if we're cleaning things up, like you said, and then with hypnotherapy, we go in, I hate to use this word, but it's the best way to 
describe it because people take it in the wrong way. Reprogram yourself. It's not like mind control or, you know, it, but, but it's just creating better habits mentally right. in your subconscious. Um, but in order to do that, to your point, you got to get rid of the garbage first. Right, right. And then and we don't really sort of remove it. We're not taking away memories. Right. But we're looking at this stuff and we're gaining what what did you learn from it? What are, these are your tools and your resources now that you're gaining. And you're seeing, why did that happen to me? Because I am not a victim. This happened to me for a reason. And what did I learn from it? And that's what you take away. That's your takeaway right there. Those resources that you learned from these things that happened to you in your life. Yeah. And looking at it in a positive way, you know, you have somebody who's a mountain climber and he's going up the mountain and he slips. He didn't fall. He just caught himself or there was a tether or whatever, but it's like, oh, you know what? I got to reach the rock a different way. Same thing within our lives that, you know, these things happen. Could have happened in your childhood. Could have been anywhere along the way. What's the lesson you got from it? What's the lesson did you learn? Exactly. What did you learn from this? And how can you use that to to uh, to get better outcomes in the future and to feel better about yourself? What about if it's somebody who's gone through something, call it a trauma, bad relationship, whatever it may be, and they can't see the lesson in it? They have trouble finding it. Is it because things are in the way? There's a, there are some other blockages there, obviously. There may be some other limiting beliefs there. Uh, and then you have to be at cause. You have to be willing to take responsibility for your life and everything. If you want to see yourself as a victim, you're not going to get very far. You see? Yeah. And so you, you want to be at cause and you want to say, okay, I'm going to change things now and I'm going to be responsible for everything that happens to me and how I interpret it, how I look at it, how I re- react and respond to it. You want to respond to it more than react to it, right? And take responsibility and say, okay, let's see how we can do this better. Learning the lesson from these things in our past is that something that you can make a little more clear or is that something that only we can do? Only we can figure out. It is ultimately how you interpret it. You will get that aha moment and you'll say, Oh, okay. Now I see why this happened to me because I learned this, this, and this. It's got to be your interpretation. It's got to be your eyes that open up. You've got to discover. you, You help us open our eyes. I am, yeah. you know, we're like a, we're like shamans. We're, we're guiding you. We're leading you. We're, we're helping you. And, and that's, that's my role as, as the doctor, as, as the, you know, as the person who's doing these, these uh, exercises with you is to guide you in, in the direction that you, I know that you want to go in and that's going to be the positive direction and to discover what's there. We make it a little easier for you to discover it quicker. And then you get those aha moments and you say, okay, now that all makes sense to me now. And I feel better about it. So here we go. Deep question alert. Deep question alert. Ready? How do you know that you've learned everything from a situation? 
let's say you look at it and you've took something away from it with your help. All right, yeah, oh, okay, that's that's why that happened. I learned from that. I'm not going to do that again. How do you know that you've pulled away all the lessons that could or should have been learned? Well, in, in the process that we use, such as in timeline therapy, we keep going back to seeing what comes up if we put you in that situation again, or if you can find any more of that feeling. If that if you're bringing up that emotion still, if that emotion is still there, then there's a little more work to do. Okay. As you recall, I kept sending you back to that place until I was sure that we took care of everything. Uh, and then there's sometimes when people will come back and say, you know, I'm still feeling some things. And we, we will do that a process again and again. And then we have another process. We can escalate it to another process if needed. Sometimes we block ourselves. We, we, we don't want to go there or mm-hmm. there might be some secondary gain. Uh, there could be a variety of reasons why you don't get there. And, and just for, for everybody to be, to be clear, when we, did the timeline therapy together. It was me looking at visualizing situations from way back, literally childhood that are connected to emotions. Um, wasn't like you were controlling my mind. I've said this before and it was kind of a, 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 it kind of blew me away. You didn't even know the situation. You never asked, you never needed to know. I did and went back there. So all that being said, when you, when you go back to that, those situations and you realize the, the emotions and, and maybe you know, call it the lessons that you're learning. If you realize why you do now, what you do based on something from the past, maybe something in your childhood, would that be considered a lesson as well? You could look at it that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're reacting differently. We're responding, I should say differently to situations that in the past you might have blown up or or cowered away or whatever, you know, something negative, and you didn't feel good about it. But now you, there's there's more confidence there, and you know what to do. Um, so it, it has helped you. Mm-hmm. You have moved a step, few some steps forward. Yes. Or many steps forward. You've evolved. Yep. Yep. And I, I always call it connecting the dots when you connect to what's going on now in your life and how you react or why things went the way they did, be it a relationship, be it how you handle situations, whatever it is, when you connect the dots to back then and back then could be your childhood back then could be when you were conceived back then could be two years ago. Could be anything. It all depends on everybody. Everybody's life is different. Uh, Do you often find Cecilia that the majority of this stuff goes back to childhood? Often it does because we're absorbing everything in our environment when we're children. Yeah. We have run lower brain waves, slower brain waves, and we are absorbing everything. We take it all in as being true. We're very susceptible, very programmable as children because we're learning. Yeah. And so we can pick up on things that are good for us and things that are bad for us. Well, it's a popular thing to say limiting beliefs. We have limiting beliefs from those things. But when you're a kid, you believe everything. So your parents said something, something happened to you. You believe it. That's the way it is. You believe in Santa Claus. You believe in the Easter Bunny. Uh, exactly. All of that stuff. And that's that's 
where the, I don't want to say the negativity, but that's where the lesson comes in. That's where the, the challenges come in that we carry along with us because we're kids, we don't know any better. And our parents aren't, you know, guiding us at that point because they don't know what we're internalizing. Exactly. And, and then we develop uh, what's known as a critical faculty after, after a while. As we get a little older, we start to realize, hey, there's no such thing as Santa Claus. That doesn't make any sense. Right. We start to become uh, critical about things and analyze them better and realize that everything that someone tells you isn't necessarily so. We, we, we break it down better. So that's part of our maturation process. I'm glad you said that because that really does make it clear. As you get older, you realize, sorry to break it to you, there is no Santa Claus. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> and that's the same thing when you have that aha moment when you realize, again, hypothetically, why do I worry about that? That's not true. That happened way back then. You know, that limiting belief that I had, you had, we had. And that's how holding me back now that they're, they, you know, that's the Santa Claus in a different way. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And so it's a process and you can always improve. Doing personal development is something that I think people should do the rest of their lives. You also learn mastery from that. You master things, your life and, and, and your work or whatever it is that you're doing. We're always looking to improve ourselves as humans. That's usually the general goal. But uh, sometimes we get into our minds that, oh, I don't have to do anything more. I'm retired or whatever. I will always be doing personal development. It has changed my life immensely. It's empowered me. Mm. It has allowed me to gain mastery in different fields. Um, it's, it's what I live for. It's what I'm here for. When you say personal development, do you also mean learning new things within your field of work? Would that also come into the category as well? Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Always honing those skills, improving them. You're like an artist who is constantly tweaking things and making it better. And Yeah, like clay. I, I love, I use that analogy all the time. We start out as just a blob of clay and as life molds us and then we mold ourselves along the way and you know sometimes a little piece of you know chips off so we got to fix that side again you know in along the process um myquantumheal.com is your website if anybody wants to figure this stuff out you are there you are fantastic your insight is amazing and it actually was fun <laughs> i'm not even yeah. kidding i'm not even kidding you know knowing you talking with you during these episodes, I knew it was going to be okay. But during the timeline therapy, it wasn't scary. It wasn't like crazy emotional. It was almost fun in terms of, yeah, all right, let's go back. Let's look at that emotion. How, where did that, that, where did that come from? And knowing that if we take it out from way back in the beginning, all the other episodes of that emotion go away in your lifetime line, you're still going to react to those emotions, but those other ones aren't going to be there. It's like super cool. And uh, that was only one session. Imagine if I did more, which I will. Uh, MyQuantumHeal.com. Uh, Cecilia, always great talking with you. And uh, I appreciate you and look forward. Uh, somewhere along the way, we will uh, definitely be getting together in session or on the air or somewhere along the way. I'm looking forward to that. I love doing this work and it's been my great pleasure. Yep. Uh, and same here. And uh, it's, 
it almost doesn't need to be said, but I am going to say it. That is your passion. You found it. Yes. You nailed it. Yeah. Thanks again. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have right a great back. week. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council.